voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Many voices are more powerful than one. When we share ideas, developments, and power, we can achieve anything. Welcome to DJ and DeBear, keeping you at the top of your game. Your hosts are Dietta Jones and Richard Dent. Together, they have made a worthy life that includes a family, two businesses, a foundation, and much more. They're ready to help you find your personal success. Now, here are Dietta and Richard. Welcome to DJ and DeBear. I'm Dietta Jones, your host. I'm a social justice advocate, leadership, and organizational effectiveness coach, speaker, and author. And I am typically joined by my better three-quarters, NFL legend and pro football Hall of Famer Richard Dent. Richard is not going to be with us during this episode. You know, here's the, here's the problem, as much as I love having Richard on the show, and he loves being on the show. We just have too much to cover today. We, don't, we, we can't fit in all of us talking today. So Richard decided to opt out because we have a lot of ground to cover and we have an awesome guest and I'm really excited. But before I get to our amazing guest and the topic for today, I want to uh, spend a couple of minutes uh, kind of framing out uh, something that really came to my mind over the last uh, couple of weeks. The last few weeks, we've, at the beginning of each show, we have spent some time recognizing and sending our, our love and our, our condolences for tragedies that have happened around the world and especially here in the United States. And it's been, um, I think, important for us to make note of and take time to uh, send our condolences and to send our, you know, our wishes to people who are um, struggling and going through really difficult times. But today I want to start off doing something a little bit different. I want to start off by being grateful. This last weekend, I uh, had the wonderful opportunity to spend five consecutive days with my immediate and extended family. Uh, We had our uh, annual family reunion, which hasn't ever happened in my lifetime. Maybe we had one when I was a little kid, but typically in my family, we only see each other when there's something that's tragic that happens someone's sick or someone is lost, unfortunately. And so we made a conscious decision to have a family reunion under the best of circumstances. And it was hosted over this weekend. I had 13 of my immediate family members staying with Richard and me. And then uh, we spent time on Saturday with our extended family on my father's side, all of my aunts and uncles and cousins and nieces and nephews and second cousins and great aunts and uncles and It was wonderful, and it filled my heart with uh, gratitude and appreciation. And so I want to encourage you listeners to uh, take some time at the beginning of this episode and reflect on what it is that you're grateful for and incorporate uh, that gratefulness into your heart and into your thoughts for today and hopefully the rest of the week. There's nothing like uh, gratitude to open up our hearts and our minds and allow us to uh, to accept additional blessings that will inevitably come our way once once we have gotten ourselves grounded. And uh, and thank you, family, for being so wonderful. I hope all of you are listening and that you know how much you're loved. Okay, so now I'm going to transition over, speaking of grateful. 
And speaking of blessings and miracles, Marissa Rousseau is uh, a blessing in my life. Um, Marissa and I just recently met at uh, a meditation retreat in California. I've already talked about that on one of the previous shows. And Marissa and I uh, stumbled upon each other and uh, we were in the same experience. And from the moment we started talking, uh, we both realized that it was meant to be. Uh, she was meant to come into my life and to to help me have an awareness that I had not had until then. And also to help me heal a part of myself that I didn't um, have an awareness of at the time. And hopefully she'll um, bring that same blessing and, and miracle to the rest of you in our conversation today. Uh, Marissa, hello. How are you? Hi, Didi. I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me today. I really appreciate it. This is wonderful. Oh, my goodness. I hope that this we can inspire a lot of people and uh, change a lot of lives for the better after today's discussion. I hope so, too. I can't imagine people not just, you know, dropping their headsets and running to their phone to call a holistic dentist <laughs> after today's conversation. Marissa, let me, let me um, share a little bit about you with our listeners, and then we can start our conversation. So this week's episode, we are going to be talking about uh, toxins in our bodies, toxins that we don't even know about. And Marissa is uh, deeply uh, expert on this topic. So let me tell you a little bit about her. Uh, She's a graduate from Loma Linda University School of Dentistry. She received her Bachelor of Science degree in dental hygiene and worked in private practice for 15 years and was part-time faculty in the dental hygiene department at Loma Linda University for five years. She is a certified nutritional consultant and a board-certified holistic practitioner. Marissa's passion is in learning the cause of diseases and how to heal the body. She became passionate about holistic dentistry after she learned about mercury toxicity from dental amalgams. She is an activist in raising awareness about mercury fillings. Marissa worked with Consumers for Dental Choice, a nonprofit organization, and California's for Green Dentistry in a grassroots project to ban mercury fillings in California. Marissa, along with two of her colleagues, had a huge victory in 2010, just three months after they began the grassroots project in California. It was the first victory in U.S. history to pass a resolution to ban mercury fillings. She is passionate about wellness and is here to simply raise awareness about the hazards of having mercury in your mouth just inches from your brain. Welcome again, Marissa. Thank you, thank you. So, Marissa, I know that your commitment to wellness is very uh, serious uh, because you and I met at a wellness uh, retreat, but I would love for our listeners to get to know a little bit more about how you got started um, in, along this path. Tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to be uh, involved in uh, building awareness about mercury toxicity and, and, and holistic dentistry. Okay. Well, um, I've been a hygienist since 1993, um, but before I got involved with mercury and dentistry, I was very passionate about natural medicine and learning the causes of diseases. And uh, when I found out about mercury and dental fillings, I was devastated. My longtime friend and hygienist uh, gave me a book called A Mouthful of Poison by Dr. Myron Wentz. I read it and thought, how could this be? How could this be? I began looking at my patients and their charts differently. I was 
doing uh, health history updates uh, on my patients, which I normally did, um, see if there's any changes in your health, what kind of medications are you on. And when I learned what the symptoms of mercury toxicity was and what the causes were, I began looking even further into my patient's health history. I noticed that the more mercury they had in their mouth, the more medications that they were on. And as I learned things like mercury toxicity causing symptoms like ADHD, I began seeing children with mercury in their mouth and on medications for ADD. Oh, my goodness. I noticed many adult patients with either ADD, depression, migraines, uh, autoimmune diseases, and they were on medications like Prozac and other prescription pharmaceuticals. And they all correlated with the mercury fillings that were in their mouth. I was oh devastated. <laughs> I'm I devastated. Home. I would go home after work at nights crying with what I saw because I knew it was real. I had learned this. Uh, I started looking at people differently, and I saw the correlation. And then one night uh, I was reading a book called It's, called, it's All in Your Head. The Link Between Mercury Fillings and Disease by Dr. Hal Huggins. I cried when I read that book because I already knew this was happening because I saw it in my patients. Then I read how how Dr. Huggins stood up against the the, uh, American Dental Association and they went after him. They took his license away. They called him a quack. He was the whistleblower of my time. He came out in 1973 and blew the whistle on the American Dental Association. And then here I was in 2008, 2009, and nobody in my office had ever heard of this. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I knew the truth, and I felt Dr. Huggins' pain from reading his book, and I wanted to make a difference. And I wanted to tell everybody, but I was... But was I, was I ready to be blackballed by my profession like Dr. Huggins was? I prayed and I said, God, please bring me the people who are aware so that I can help make a difference. I knew I could make a difference. In my gut, I knew it, but I didn't know anybody in this world like Dr. Huggins who was aware and already on that path. And he had been on this path for four decades already. And then the next thing I know, they all started coming. (laughs) So be careful what you ask for. (laughs) I met Charlie Brown from Consumers for Dental Choice, Anita Tabau, who is a world activist on uh, banning mercury fillings, and Dr. Huggins himself. I worked with all of them, and I met so many wonderful dentists who were aware and treating mercury toxicity by removing the mercury in patients' mouths and making huge difference in people's lives when mainstream medicine and dentistry were not even knowledgeable enough to help. So my prayers were answered, and it has been an amazing ride ever since. And that's how I got started. Well, and this is, and that's how you and I, well, we were in the same cohort, but I remember us having a conversation about my terrible and chronic headaches, and and you just looked at me and said, open your mouth, and I'm like, who is this woman, right? And I did it. I don't know what made me just open my mouth, and you said, oh, you have mercury toxins just running through your body, and it's the doggondest thing. I saw my father this weekend, and my father has had horrible cluster headaches as long as I remember, 
And then over the last couple of years, he had pretty significant dental work done, and all of the fillings were removed from his mouth. Um, and his cluster headaches went away. And, and we had a conversation about that as we were talking about this show. And I, I'm, just, I, I'm just so excited about this topic because I feel like, how could I not know this about myself, about my own health, about what's in my mouth? And as a parent of a child who is you know, probably going to need dental work at some point. So Marissa, let me, let me transition us for a couple of minutes. While we're at commercial break, please visit our website, www.dietajones.com. We're going to, we have information about today's show and some of the resources there. And also check out Marissa's website, simplyraisingawareness.com, simplyraisingawareness.com. We'll be right back. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Richard Dent, a cornerstone of the Bears' overwhelming defense during their Super Bowl run and a 2011 inductee into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, was an eighth-round draft pick out of tiny Tennessee State in 1983. The tall and skinny rookie wound up with a brilliant 15-year football career. Dent's fascinating story takes you behind the scenes of one of the fiercest, most dominant defenses in NFL history. Blood, Sweat, and Bears hits hard, just like its Hall of Fame author. Buy it now on Amazon or download it to Kindle. Dieta Jones has been delivering expert guidance through her speaking, consulting, and writing on leadership, management, and cultural diversity for more than 20 years. Her engaging style and infectious laugh combines with mastery of personal effectiveness tools and cutting-edge research. She is diplomatic, yet direct, and concept-based, yet practical in her approach. If you are looking for a high-powered speaker for your next conference, consider Dieta Jones your ace in the hole. Call her at 312-870-9596 or visit her website at dietajones.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to DJ and DeBear, keeping you at the top of your game. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That number again is 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to djones at dietajones.com. Now, back to the show. We're back and continuing our conversation on hidden toxins in our body, things that could be causing you bodily harm. The answer could be in your teeth. We are joined by a special guest, Marissa Russo, a dental expert and activist who is going to tell us more about this alarming subject. 
So, Marissa, tell us exactly what is mercury filling? So, you know, just to give us all, get us all on the same page, because I have to sure. tell you, I've always heard the word silver used. Mm -hmm. I haven't even heard amalgam. Um, so tell us a little more about mercury filling. Okay. A mercury filling is a silver-colored filling, and it is called an amalgam in dentistry because an amalgam is a mixture of metals with mercury. So you might hear a dentist refer a mercury filling as an amalgam because it's a mixture of metals with mercury. It is also called a silver filling only because of its color, and there is some silver in it. But the main ingredient is mercury. A, a mercury filling is made of 50% mercury, and the remaining 50% is a mixture of copper, silver, tin, and zinc. So the main ingredient is mercury. Therefore, I call it a mercury filling because it should be called by its main ingredient. Agreed. <laughs> there is so, more mercury in a large dental filling, uh, a, mer a large dental mercury filling, than there is in a thermometer that you check your temperature with. And they are banning mercury in thermometers because of the mercury because it's hazardous. If there is a small mercury spill in a dental, in a, uh, in a grade school, in any school, if there's a small mercury spill from a broken thermometer, they'll call hazmat. They'll shut down the school until they have it all cleaned up. But did you know that they can put that same amount of mercury into your mouth just inches from your brain, and that is perfectly legal here in the United States? Marissa, I'm terrified. I have like eight. I have like eight mercury fillings in my mouth. I, that's alarming for listeners to know. Mm -hmm. I have that many fillings, but I have like eight mercury fillings in my mouth. Why is it legal to use mercury fillings if the material is so hazardous? When something doesn't sound right or ethical, you need to follow the money. It's all about the money. A dentist can place one mercury filling in your mouth in a fraction of the time that it would take to place a composite or a tooth-colored filling. And time is money. And most dental insurances cover mercury fillings. So un unfortunately for many people and dentists or doctors, the insurance companies dictate what you get, which isn't right. And it's not all the fault of the dentist or the insurance companies, it's our educational system. The dental schools are teaching that mercury fillings are safe. They are making dental students place them in people's mouths, and they are tested on it in their dental boards. So in order for you to even be licensed as a dentist today in the United States, you have to poison somebody with a mercury filling. Are you serious? It's disgusting. I mean, it's stupid. <laughs> it's hard to believe, isn't it? Although, I, we have to acknowledge New York University School of Dentistry. They are the first dental school in the United States to stop teaching mercury placement. And this just happened within the past couple of years. Oh, my goodness. I love NYU. I love... I, it, this is... It's... Um, it's disgusting. It's absolutely mm -hmm. disgusting. And, and it seems to me that insurance companies would not support this because then they would have to deal with the repercussions, the other, rep the other uh, medical and health-related repercussions down the road with people. Well, look at how medical insurance is different from dental insurance. 
Oh. Uh, I mean, uh, dental insurance and med- medical insurance are different. Yes, if they were all the same, I think they would have put the pieces together, but they've separated dentistry from medicine. And let me give you a little history on the uh, mercury fillings. In the 1800s, dentists were physicians, which makes sense, right? In order right. for you to be a dentist, you had to be a physician. So when the dentists were putting mercury in people's mouths back in the 1800s, they were realizing, oh, my gosh, the patients were coming back with uh, illnesses that were related to mercury toxicity. Oh, like migraines, Like what you have, migraines, um, neurological conditions related to mercury toxicities. And they said, hey, we have to stop this. We are poisoning our patients. When we mix this mercury with these other metals, it's not inert. It is, it is constantly um, vaporizing and coming, you know, going into people's bodies. We have to stop. So they stopped using mercury in dentistry in the 1800s. They banned it. But as well as uh, the dental physicians who were doing fillings at that time, they also had barbers and blacksmiths that were doing dentistry as well. But they continued using the uh, mercury fillings because it was cheap. It was easy to use. It doesn't take a genius to make uh, to do a mercury filling, um, and they continued to use it. And then the dental um, uh, American Dental Association was formed. And the first uh, dental school came out where you didn't have to be a uh, doctor to be a physician. First dental school came out, and the American Dental Association was formed, and they brought mercury fillings back into dentistry. Get out of here. So so honestly, the ADA is taking their Mm -hmm. lead from blacksmiths and barbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, they're <laughs> losing business to the blacksmith. So, hey, let's bring it back into dentistry. And not only that, remember I said follow the money? Yes. The American Dental Association had patents on mercury fillings. It had patents on this. Oh, my Does goodness. That it's, it's terrifying. And so, so I know that even more recently, so that's the historical stuff, and even more recently there's actually been a resurgence of conversation and and. Uh, YouTube, et cetera, publicity, 60 Minutes mm-hmm. publicity around this. Tell us a little bit about some of the more recent studies. Oh, this, is, this has been war since back then. <laughs> There's been many studies that prove that mercury fillings are not safe. The American Dental Association keeps saying, oh, it's safe, it's safe. Uh, prove it to us that it's not safe. And there's been many scientific proofs. Uh, they did a sheep study. Uh, Dr. Vimy did a sheep study. And you can find all of this information online. Um, in, they implanted mercury fillings into sheep, sacrificed them, and then took x-rays and saw where the mercury was. I mean, just minutes after placing the mercury fillings in their mouths, it was already in their brain. It was in their lungs. It was in all the surrounding tissues. It was in the, um, in the kidneys. And uh, the American Dental Association said, well, that's not a fair study because uh, sheep chew differently from humans. So they did it on monkeys, and monkeys are closer to humans. Same thing. They found it all over in the surrounding tissues. They found it in the organs. And oh, my goodness. I can't breathe right now. <laughs> hmm? I can barely breathe right now listening to this. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. They, they had a German study. Uh, they uh, tested the fetuses uh, and saw mercury vapors coming off of the tooth in the smoking tooth video. You can look, at, look for the smoking tooth video online. That's a great oh, one. Yeah. And some countries have already banned mercury fillings. Norway, Denmark, Sweden, they banned it. 
And uh, here in the U.S., oh, it's still okay to be using it. And then when doctors come out and speak about this, my mentor, Dr. Hal Huggins, was the first that came out in 1973 after he learned this catastrophe. He went to the American Dental Association. And American Dental Association prior to that loved him, by the way. He was speaking at uh, lectures for the American Dental Association. He was booked 18 months in advance, um, had lectures uh, speaking for the American Dental Association. When he came out and spoke about this, he told them, hey, this is what's happening. People are getting poisoned. The mercury's leaching out. Um, they ostracized him. They they blackballed him. They took his license away, uh, went after him. Anybody that he would lecture to outside the American Dental Association, if they saw a dentist coming to his lecture, they would go after him. So the dentists that had to worry about, you know, talking about this in public or with their patients because their licenses were taken away. There was one here um, in uh, California, Dr. Andy Landerman. He just passed away as well. Uh, they took his license away four times. They kept giving it back to him. Four times he lost his license. I can't, I so can't imagine to, that, that there's not fear of some kind of legal re- repercussions that the ADA or, and again, this is not... There you know. is fear. They know that if, the, if, the, if everybody knew about this, there would be tons of lawsuits, and that's why they keep denying it. Oh, my goodness. There and, is look fear at the on preponderance, their side. The correlation keep... has to be scientifically provable. Mm-hmm. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, there's been many lawsuits against the American Dental Association. They are very powerful, and they have lots of money. And uh, most of the people get their information from the media. And if you try to get this information on the media, ooh, watch out. Um, 60 Minutes did a, a show uh, on this topic. Was it 1989, 1991, something like that in, in the USA? 60 Minutes did a double episode, a full hour about the mercury toxicity. And, and watch that. It's the, phenomenal. Um, and uh, it was phenomenal. And they were never allowed to show it again. It was the second largest viewed 60 minutes in U.S. history, second to the Kennedy assassination. Oh, my goodness. And they were well, not we're, allowed to We're show pushing it, it out on social media as we speak, so to make sure that all of our listeners have access to it. So just mm-hmm. follow, us on, follow us on Twitter, at Dieta M. Jones, and you'll get, you'll get the link for the, uh, for the 60 Minutes video right now. It's coming out. Mm-hmm. The other thing that you sent me, Marissa, was a YouTube link about the experimentation on foster children in Portugal. Oh, yes. My colleague, Anita Tabau, went to Portugal uh, because the NIH, the National Institute of Health, did a research study using foster children as guinea pigs and implanted mercury in their teeth to prove that it was safe. And uh, they they lied about the whole thing. Um, there's proof that showed that the mercury came out of the, their porphyrins. Um, they did a whole expose on that in Portugal. So look for that online. Uh, that's a, that's kind of like a 60 minute episode uh, there in Portugal, and it's uh, uh, you can see the English version of it uh, on YouTube. So look yes, for and that. that. And we're pushing that out too on social media. And one of the quotes that came out of that was just astonishing because they were questioned about this practice and why they're using children and children who are helpless to defend themselves. And the quote by one of the researchers was, this is a quote, 
children are the most susceptible population to find any uh, any health correlation. And, and, and so they, they wanted children on purpose so that they could clearly identify cause, you know, cause-effect relationship between the mercury implants. It's, it's just astonishing to hear this. So, Marissa, I'm going to take us one more time to a quick transition, and then we're going to come back and we're going to hear a little bit more about what somebody can do if you suspect um, that you have mercury in your mouth. So let's switch gears for a few minutes. While we're at commercial break, please visit our website, www.dietajones.com, to check out a blog post on today's show or check out Marissa's website, simplyraisingawareness.com, and hit us up on Twitter, at Dieta M. Jones, where we'll have uh, links to all the resources that we're mentioning in today's show. We'll be right back. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Richard Dent, a cornerstone of the Bears' overwhelming defense during their Super Bowl run and a 2011 inductee into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, was an eighth-round draft pick out of tiny Tennessee State in 1983. The tall and skinny rookie wound up with a brilliant 15-year football career. Dent's fascinating story takes you behind the scenes of one of the fiercest, most dominant defenses in NFL history. Blood, Sweat, and Bears hits hard, just like its Hall of Fame author. Buy it now on Amazon or download it to Kindle. Dieta Jones has been delivering expert guidance through her speaking, consulting, and writing on leadership, management, and cultural diversity for more than 20 years. Her engaging style and infectious laugh combines with mastery of personal effectiveness tools and cutting-edge research. She is diplomatic, yet direct, and concept-based, yet practical in her approach. If you are looking for a high-powered speaker for your next conference, consider Dieta Jones your ace in the hole. Call her at 312-870-9596 or visit her website at dietajones.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to DJ and DeBear, keeping you at the top of your game. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That number again is 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to djones at dietajones.com. Now, back to the show. We're back and continuing our conversation with Marissa Rousseau on hidden toxins in our body. And uh, Marissa, tell us, tell us a little bit about the Proposition, Proposition 65 law in California. Mm-hmm. Okay, Proposition 65 in California warns us that dental amalgam contains mercury. 
a chemical known to the state of California to cause birth defects or other reproductive harm and may harm the developing brain of a child or fetus. Now, thanks to Congresswoman Diane Watson, who was mercury poisoned from her amalgams, we have this warning. So this has been a legal battle for years. Uh, but have you ever seen this Proposition 65 warning in your dental office? Have you seen the sign that says uh, mercury, uh, dental amalgams contain mercury and may cause harm to a developing brain of a child no. or fetus? No, no, you haven't. Because there's a loophole. A dental office does not have to post this sign unless they have more than nine employees. Oh, my goodness. I've never been and, to a dental office that has more than nine employees. No, most dental offices have, what, five or six, maybe seven? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rarely do they have more than nine employees. And also, you know who's exempt from placing one of these signs in their office? Those mobile dental units that do oh. lots of fillings for the poor children. Yes. They don't have to put this sign in their mobile dental unit, and they are the biggest users of mercury fillings. So just a second. Let me just clarify. If I, am, if I have mercury in my teeth, it, I could p pass down mercury toxicity to my unboiled child while I'm pregnant. Is that what you're saying? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. It all, and you're breastfeeding? That mercury oh will goodness. go from the mother's milk to the child. It oh passes that blood-brain barrier, and it goes right into the embryonic fluid, yes. Um, children can come out deformed with cleft palate, cleft lip. Um, I once saw a child come out, and uh, their eyes were zigzagging back and forth. Um, eye problems, uh, many neurological conditions. Oh, my goodness. And, but the and, sad and, thing is oh, that... The dental professionals like dental assistants, hygienists like myself, office staff, the dentists are ignorant when it comes to the harm that mercury fillings cause. They don't know this. Remember, we're not taught this in school. Right. Patients don't come to us when they have neurological conditions, when they have migraines, autoimmune diseases. Rarely do they link the mercury fillings to that. Right. Remember, uh, uh, okay, Proposition 65 gives us this warning, okay? Many right. of us in dentistry didn't know this. Right? I didn't know this until I started doing my research. Um, a few years ago when uh, I was working uh, on a band in California, I was making phone calls to random dental offices to see if they were using mercury in their office. I was trying to find dentists who were mercury-free to, to come and speak uh, at city council. And let me give you an example of the answers that I was getting. Uh, this is a quote. Um, Hi, this is Marisa. I'm calling to see if you guys use amalgams in your office, right? Oh, the woman who answered the phone says, oh, we only use amalgams on children. <laughs> I said, oh, you're only using amalgams on children. Well, why don't you do it on adults? <laughs> well, because adults prefer composites. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that that's making it seem like an aesthetic have choice. In society today, it's sad. Yeah, they're making it seem like an aesthetic choice. Isn't isn't it interesting? We still haven't gotten to the place where wellness is what we're seeking, and this this kind of underscores, uh, you know, how it is that you and I met in the first place. That it's about taking a much more holistic approach to everything related to well being, mind, body, spirit. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, thank goodness for people like you who have been such strong advocates. Um, think, and this is just one type of toxicity that we're talking about. And think about all of the different potential repercussions. Think about, and then think about all the other examples of places where, you know, we, we just have ignorance, you know, running mm-hmm. rampant in our society because people don't know and they're also not educated. I assume that anybody in a dentist's office has gone through such significant education that they would know this and that they would warn us and that they would take my best interest into consideration. No, no. And, and, and I'm sympathetic to the people in the dental profession, too. I mean, I get very angry when they don't know this, but I have to take a step back. I didn't know either. Right, I didn't right. know either. We were lied to. We were lied to in dentistry. Oh. And they tell the dentist, yes, this is mercury, but we, when we mix them with the other metals, it's inert. You don't get any off-gassing. It's safe. It's perfectly safe. And that's not the case. Oh, my goodness. And so when a dentist learns this, can you imagine how difficult this is to take? Yeah, When you're yeah, going yeah. into your office, oh, my gosh, remember that one patient that died? Or remember that one patient that got significantly sick? You start looking at the, at the charts. Oh, my gosh, that happened after I put this mercury filling in there. I, but I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah. You oh. know, I, I, I'm very sympathetic to them, but I'm not sympathetic when this information, when you give it to them and they continue, continually uh, say that it's safe when it's not. A lot yes, of it's fear, fear-based, um, but it's not right. Agreed. It's not right. Yes, you have to take responsibility. When you know better, you got to do better, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so and it's not so always me, easy to do better. That's right. So, mm-hmm. how how would someone know if they have mercury in their mouth? Um, if you look in somebody's mouth and they've got a silver-colored filling, it's so easy to spot when you've got silver in your mouth uh, on a tooth. Uh, a silver filling, um, that is a mercury filling. All silver-colored fillings are 50% mercury. So it's easy to see when you're looking in somebody's mouth. I can count them. You know, you count each tooth that has a silver marking on it. Um, it's very easy to see. But if you've got crowns in your mouth, um, a crown that's placed over a tooth that's, you know, tooth-colored, uh, you can't see what's underneath there. And Many times there was a mercury filling on that tooth that, you know, eventually, you know, cracked the tooth and now they needed a crown. And they don't always remove the mercury before placing the crown on. So you can have a mercury filling underneath a crown and not know it. And it's very hard to see on x-rays. You'd have to remove the crown to see it. Um, let me tell you a story about this woman, uh, Stacy Case. She's a Fox News journalist. And she had eight mercury fillings in her mouth, and she went in for her routine exam, and the dentist said that we need to replace these four amalgam fillings um, because they're breaking down. Okay. Um, So he replaced them with four more amalgam fillings. He didn't tell her that these fillings contain mercury. Most people don't know. It doesn't matter how educated you are. Um, so he replaced four more with four mercury fillings with four more mercury fillings. So she still had eight in her mouth. But right after she had those four replaced, she started getting really sick. Uh, she couldn't get out of bed. She was having neurological problems. She went to the doctor. Doctor says you've got multiple sclerosis. Well, how is that that I can get multiple sclerosis? I don't understand. I'm very healthy. I exercise. I eat right. How did this happen? Oh, we don't know. It's a genetic uh, genetic problem. Um, we don't know. 
uh, well, am I going to get better? No, you're eventually going to get worse and you're going to be on medications for the rest of your life and eventually you're going to die from this MS. And her being a... Uh, uh, a journalist, she says, but there's got to be something. What caused this? She went home, she started doing her research, and she saw a link between mercury fillings and disease. And she thought, oh my gosh, I just had these fillings. I didn't know that there was mercury in them. Oh my gosh. So she goes to her neurologist, do you think that these mercury fillings have anything to do with it? He says, oh no, I've heard people talk about that, but no, there's no link. And she just followed her gut. She continued to do research. She had those fillings removed. She um, had them removed safely. She detoxed her body from mercury, and she got better. Well, how do you explain that, Mr. Neurologist? Oh, I don't know. You know, some people, you know, it's just a fluke. I I, I still don't believe it has anything to do with those mercury fillings. (laughs) It's a heck of a fluke. a wonderful website called (laughs) mercurymom.com. Go to mercurymom.com. You have to read her story and watch her videos. She's had a few video clips on the news, actually, um, about this. She's had several segments. I I don't remember, uh, four or five. Um, But since then, they uh, had. She has a new boss that came into town, and new boss says we can't talk about the mercury anymore. Don't you dare oh. talk about the mercury. We can't have any more segments. And see how it's silenced. She even spoke at an FDA hearing, and that testimony is on her website, oh, which will bring tears to your eyes when you hear her symptoms. And she's better now. She's oh better goodness. now. So she. Well, took- the- the amazing the thing, Marissa, is that this is one story and it's powerful, but you have witnessed many, many more stories. Yeah. So it's not just one fluke. No, no, you know, no, he, people so will hear it and they'll say, oh, yeah, that's one story and it's a miracle. But there, there's a lot of these stories that you personally have had experience with. Yes. My mentor wrote a book. It's called Solving the MS Mystery by Dr. Hal Huggins. He wrote that book only after he treated a thousand patients with multiple sclerosis. A thousand patients that got better after getting their mercury removed. He oh, wrote this book. My this is the doctor that they took his license away from. Oh, my goodness. It's criminal. And think about the numbers of MS. I hear about MS all the time lately, you know, much more than at any point in my mouth. life. I'm just so when aware of so many people, people who are getting MS, MS just kind of out of nowhere. They don't understand where it came from. Mm-hmm. Oh and because it's being silenced. It's oh being goodness. silenced. The information is out there. Uh, Dr. Huckins once told me, uh, nothing is so well hidden that it cannot be found. It's Especially out there. now. The answers are out there. You just need to find them. I love it. I love it. So we're going to take another transition, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about what are some safer alternatives and the process for moving forward for those people who want to make some changes. So let's switch gears for a few minutes. While we're at commercial break, please visit... Marissa, let's please, please visit uh, Marissa's website, simplyraisingawareness.com, and also check out mercurymom.com. Hit me up on Twitter at Dieta M. Jones, where we're live tweeting all the resources that we're mentioning on today's show. We'll be right back. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
Richard Dent, a cornerstone of the Bears' overwhelming defense during their Super Bowl run, and a 2011 inductee into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, was an eighth-round draft pick out of tiny Tennessee State in 1983. The tall and skinny rookie wound up with a brilliant 15-year football career. Dent's fascinating story takes you behind the scenes of one of the fiercest, most dominant defenses in NFL history. Blood, Sweat, and Bears hits hard, just like its Hall of Fame author. Buy it now on Amazon or download it to Kindle. Dieta Jones has been delivering expert guidance through her speaking, consulting, and writing on leadership, management, and cultural diversity for more than 20 years. Her engaging style and infectious laugh combines with mastery of personal effectiveness tools and cutting-edge research. She is diplomatic, yet direct, and concept-based, yet practical in her approach. If you are looking for a high-powered speaker for your next conference, consider Dieta Jones your ace in the hole. Call her at 312-870-9596 or visit her website at dietajones.com. Live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Get motivated. Hear about success stories and positive encouragement. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to DJ and DeBear, keeping you at the top of your game. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That number again is 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to djones at dietajones.com. Now, back to the show. We're back with our uh, special guest, Marissa Rousseau, and continuing our conversation on hidden toxins in our bodies, specifically mercury amalgams in our teeth. So, Marissa, to continue our conversation, um, tell us, can any dentist remove the mercury and replace it with a safer material? Yes, any dentist can, but they have to be very careful because when you remove the mercury from your mouth, you're being overexposed with mercury because it's flying around everywhere. You're inhaling it, ingesting it. The doctor's inhaling it. The dental assistants are inhaling it. It's all over the place. So you want to get it removed safely. Not all dentists remove this safely because, remember, they have to know how bad it is before they can, you know, remove it safely, right? Right. And there are organizations out there where you could find a mercury-safe dentist uh, who would remove it safely. And uh, they are organizations like IAOMT. You can go to IAOMT.org. That stands for International Academy of Oral Medicine and Toxicology. There's also IABDM.com or .org. It's International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine. You can go to Huggins Applied Healing uh, to find a safe dentist and also Holistic Dental Association. Uh, go to my website at simplyraisingawareness.com, and you can find out. Um, you can find all these links and research. You have to do your research. 
what many of these uh, mercury safe dentists do, that they're called biological dentists, many of them, which just means that they remove the mercury safely. And uh, they will do a biocompatibility testing many of the times. They'll test to see what your body's compatible with before they put, put an alternative in there. There are composite uh-huh. resins and there's porcelain fillings that they can put in there. But what's safe for you may not be safe for me. So they do biocompatibility testing and only put safe materials in your mouth. But you need to do your research because not all biological dentists are the same either. So do your research. When they take out these fillings, they should be wearing a hazmat suit. <laughs> which sounds That's ridiculous. terrifying. <laughs> they will be wearing hazmat suits, and they'll prov- give you an, uh, an oxygen source. They're going to put, like, an oxygen mask over your nose so that you're not breathing this that's oh, flying goodness. around, all this uh, mercury debris and particles. And the dentist and the dental assistant will be covered with a uh, hazmat attire and oxygen source. Um, they're going to put a rubber dam in your mouth to, um, to isolate the tooth so that you don't have flying uh, mercury in your tissues and so that you don't swallow it. They use uh, room air purifiers. Um, they, they use alternate air sources, another huge vacuum that's right next to you that will suction out all additional mercury that's, you know, being distributed in the air. So they use a lot of safety precautions, and you can learn more about that by going to these websites. I think IAOMT has a good video on their website showing you the uh, safe way uh, to remove the mercury fillings. But I can't stress enough how important it is for you to research, research, research. It is so important for you to do your homework. Go online, read books. There's so many books on this topic, like uh, just a few that I told you about earlier, Solving the MS Mystery. You can take that MS out and put any autoimmune disease in there, and it's going to be the same. Um, uh, Read Uninformed Consent. Uh, It's all in your head. Uh, The Poison in Your Teeth, A Mouthful of Poison. There's many, many books that were written by dentists and doctors who know this subject, there's so much out there. There's a lot of websites, um, YouTube videos, uh, documentaries that are on this topic. Uh, a great one's going to be coming out this year, uh, I think in October. You Put What in My Mouth? That's the name of this documentary. You Put What in My Mouth? That's coming out later this year. Uh, there's a mer- uh, uh, one that came out a couple of years ago called Mercury Undercover. And that's a good one that you can get on Netflix or Amazon. There's another great uh, documentary. Uh, the girls that uh, that uh, went to Portugal, they, they started a documentary over 10 years ago um, on this subject. So that will be coming out hopefully in the next couple of years. Um, a new one that just came out that's not only about the mercury in your fillings, but other sources of mercury, it's called Trace Amounts. That just came out. Oh, I just watched that last week. It is devastating, but it is the truth. And many of the researchers that were on that documentary um, have, 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 uh, have done studies on the mercury in, uh, um, in dental fillings. Uh, that's a great one called Trace Amounts. So rent that one online. You can do that today. Um, there's books, articles. Uh, if you, have you heard of Dr. Mercola? Mercola.com. He's one of the uh, largest viewed um, uh, articles on natural medicine. 
he has lots of articles on this topic about mercury and dental fillings. One good one that has a great uh, video on it is called uh, Still Carrying Around Mercury Next to Your Brain. So you can Google that, Still Carrying Around Mercury Next to Your Brain uh, on Mercola.com. And that has a great, like, 30-minute video that you can watch uh, and gives you information. You can also go to uh, my website, simplyraisinawareness.com. Um, from there, you can connect to tons of information like books and websites, Facebook pages. So you can like us on Facebook, Californians for Green Dentistry. Two of my colleagues and I uh, started that one uh, a couple years ago. And uh, another one, You Put What in My Mouth, has a great Facebook, and you can read more articles, Consumers for Dental Choice, but keep educating yourself. The education should never end. I love it. I love it in a I'm so terrified kind of way, but it's inspiring. And back to where we began, I'm very grateful. And I think our listeners are grateful to be able to have not just this conversation with you, someone who is so deeply expert in this field and in this area, but also, also the wealth of resources that are right at our fingertips that we could access even starting today just to get more information. Thank you so, so, so much, Marissa. This is truly you know a that blessing. Dr. Oz, Dr. Oz had a show just, uh, I don't know if it was one or two years ago, about mercury and dentistry. Did you know that? Um, no. He had a segment where he actually did a little research project uh, demonstration right on the show uh, and, and measured the mercury vapors that came off of a dental filling, right, by brushing right. it with a toothbrush. So when you're brushing, you're releasing more mercury. Well, I'm telling you, seconds, just like one second after that show aired, the American Dental Association already had a letter out saying that they don't agree with what Dr. Oz said on the show because oh that goodness. wasn't in a live mouth. I mean, they make up excuses every which way to deny the truth. Oh and goodness. I thought, wow, I can't believe that Dr. Oz was able to put that on the show because I know that it's silence that you will be threatened uh, not to have it on the show, right? On any show in the news, I just know from experience and from uh, from working with the people that have done things like this. And uh, have you noticed how he has been ostracized lately? Yes, yes, Dr. yes. Dr. Oz, and I wouldn't doubt it if that had anything to do with it. Um, well, that is Marissa, how bad it is. Thank you so much. We are going to do our research. Start looking, following the money, do our research. Everybody go out there and get yourself right, whatever right is for you, but do your research. Think about wellness. Think about holistic. Thank you, Marissa. Thank you, thank you, mm -hmm. thank you. You're Until next week, to, keep to finding ways to make this. a dent in pursuit yeah, of I your dreams, to, to serve your community, to make our world better. Thanks again for tuning in. Please join Dietta Jones and Richard Dent for another edition of DJ and DeBear. We'll be back next Monday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a terrific week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 